The Lazy Persons Book Club presents... You can blame it on the season, blame it on the weather, oh, blame it for no reason. Blame it on, on Hoboken. Feather, it's the funny, music-fueled modern love story with a touch of mystery set in Frank Sinatra's hometown. Blame it on the game, blame it on the bat. Today's episode, Step 2. Blame it on Hoboken, baby, stay with me. Previously on Blame It on Hoboken, New York City tour guide Carolyn Cates is using an ancient math formula to find true love on a deadline. While on assignment in Hoboken, New Jersey, she meets and hires a pushy matchmaker named Jimmy Foss in a Sinatra impersonators club called the Friends of Frank. Join us now as Carolyn tries to take the second step to love with Ned Allen, the perfectly normal guy that Jimmy Foss has found for her. Her assignment? Give Ned something that doesn't exist until he takes it from her. But what does that mean? Carolyn was still searching for an answer when she saw Ned again. They were walking through Times Square. Something wrong? You look worried. I'm trying to decode a riddle. <gasps> wow! Would you look at that? Times Square was normally filled with cars and buses and taxis. Tonight, it was filled with rows of brightly colored folding chairs. Ned led Carolyn into the elevator of a fancy office building. This is where I work when I'm in town. It has a great view of the square. Oh, this is incredible. Down below, dancers were twirling and leaping onto the folding chairs set up in Times Square. They lifted their chairs overhead, swung them onto their backs, and spun around, creating a blur of living color. Oh, Ned, it's beautiful. And thanks to you, I'm seeing it. This is the best idea for a date ever. Really? When my office manager offered me two party passes, I was going to say maybe because... As you may have noticed, I, I have this habit of being a maybe kind of guy. But then I remembered how you said yes when I asked you on a second date. Yes. Boom. Easy. Clear. You gave me this kind of secondhand confidence. And honestly, that's what got us here. <gasps> I did it! I gave you something that didn't exist until you took it! That's step two! Step two to what? Um, nothing? But I think we just solved that riddle I was telling you about. Jimmy Foss called Carolyn at home later that night. You see, Toots, you've taken the second step to love. How about I pick you up after work tomorrow and we can talk about step three? Ooh, tomorrow night after work, I'm going to drink and think at the Emerald Tavern with Reverend Evans and his friends. It's a monthly thing and I, I never miss it. Did you say drink and think? And a reverend? Toots, you surprise me. And I like a good surprise. How about I meet you there? When Jimmy showed up at the Emerald Tavern, the big question of the night was in play. Tonight's question is, how do mm. dot dot dot? Mm. How do we do what we do? And why? Why do we do what we do, how we do what we do, when we're doing the do of doing do's? Dooby-dooby-doo. How do we dooby-doo? Yes! Out <laughs> <laughs> a girl. Do it, 10 p.m. Last call. So, Toots, back to you and me and our nighttime walk through this beautiful town of yours. And our question of the night. How do we take this third step to love, Toots? 
How do we do we do we? Oh, look. There's our answer. Jimmy Foss pointed to a crowd of elegantly dressed people standing on the stairs of a turreted building in the middle of the block. Carolyn and Jimmy looked through the open doors of the building. Crystal chandeliers hung from the ceiling. A small orchestra was playing. Waiters and tuxedos were weaving through the crowd handing out champagne. The third step to love, Toots, is to take something. You want me to rob someone? Toots, taking things is easy. To get ready for your next step to love, that takes courage and risk. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to take a leap of faith. You're going to go in there and make folks see another black tie party guest. Elegantly dressed, socially upscale. Um, have you looked at me lately? Carolyn was wearing a light blue button-down shirt, a green knee-length cotton skirt embroidered with daisies and penny loafers. And this is where the courage comes in, Toots. The truth is, most people are too busy worrying about their own lives to see what's standing right in front of them. All you have to do is leap, take control, show them what they want to see. That's insane. It's the key to magic tricks. It makes rabbits jump out of top hats, and it's the key to step three to love. In this case, it will make a pretty girl in sensible clothes look like she's Cinderella at the ball. I could get arrested for this. Do you want to take the third step to love or not? Because trust me, I've been down this road before. You'll never make magic happen if you don't take the leap. Carolyn started up the stairs to the ballroom. I hope they see Cinderella and not the rabbit. That makes two of us. Here's your kingdom, Toots. What they'll see next is up to you. As for me, I need to hit the head. I am elegant. Oh, what the hell. I'm glamorous. To her surprise and much to her delight, that's how Carolyn began to feel. Glamorous, elegant, like she was dancing on a beautiful pair of strangely comfortable high heels. As she was promenading across the floor in her imaginary stilettos, Carolyn noticed a silver-haired woman standing alone at the back of the room. The woman was wearing a dress made out of gold silk. The dress made Carolyn think of ancient Greece. Its design was spare, yet stunning. Oh. What a beautiful dress! Who designed it? I'm so glad you like it. It's a Beltram by Beltram. His clothes are so easy to wear, and while I don't usually say this aloud, they're my sneaky way of playing the part of the well-dressed matron with less pain. You see, this dress looks serious, and yet it's as comfortable as a t-shirt. But you don't need a style lecture from me. Your look is so fresh, so young. May I introduce you to some friends of mine? I think they'd enjoy your company. Oh, thank you. Everyone, I'd like to introduce you to my delightful new friend, Carolyn the Tour Guide. Oh. Would you be related to the Carolina Carolines? We share a yachtsman. Oh. A tour guide. Perhaps you could take me on a tour of one of my houses. Your houses? Oh. I inherited three in the last year, all fully appointed. If I could just find the time to see them. Uh, excuse me, Toots. Do you mind if I cut in? I requested the band play our song. You can blame it on the game, blame it on the bad. Oh, blame it on my name. It doesn't matter. You can blame it on Hoboken. But baby, stay with me. Conclude this episode of Sharon Glassman's Novel with Songs, Blame It on Hoboken, available at SharonGlassmanLive.com. This episode features, in alphabetical order, Jim Walker as... 
Reverend Evans, and socialites. Connor Magyar as Jimmy Foss and Bates Kojo Hansen. Nina Raleigh as Rabbi Wallace, Mary Kate Kojo Hansen, and the Silver Haired Woman. <laughs> Introducing Svetlana Benintendi as the socialite. And Sharon Glassman as Carolyn and the narrator. The songs of Blame It on Hoboken are written by Sharon Glassman and produced by Eric Tureen. Join us next week, same time, same location, for another music-filled episode of Blame It on Hoboken. Blame It on Hoboken comes to you from Studio 2B or Not 2B in Longmont, Colorado, and is syndicated on the Longmont Compass. (laughs) 